What's up, everyone? Welcome back to yet another FRS podcast alongside Luke Grant. I'm Alex Kloge. Tonight, we are previewing the Oklahoma City Thunder and Utah Jazz series is deadlocked at 1-1, heading to Salt Lake City for Game 3. It's the night slate tonight, and Luke, the Thunder tried to create a super team this offseason. They tried. They tried. They, uh, they got Paul George in a trade. They got Carmelo Anthony in a trade. They had Russell Westbrook. They had Steven Adams. Uh, that triangle of Westbrook, George, and Anthony went 0 for 14 in the fourth in game two, uh, a game that Utah won thanks to the late game heroics of Donovan Mitchell, who outplayed Thunderstars. Who needs to be better for the Thunder in game three in order to avoid going down 2-1 on the road? First, gun to your head. Who's got to be better? If it, not, even, not even trying to an- overanalyze it or to give you a reason to study this, but... Gun to your head, who needs to be better? All of them. Every single person on that Thunder roster need to be better. Okay. They're getting – they lost to a team whose star is a rookie and who is being helped by a Frenchman who's not known for his offense <laughs> and Ricky Rubio. I thought I thought Ricky Rubio was the Frenchman. No, he's uh, Spain. Is that he's Joe Spaniard. Ingles you're talking about? No, Rudy Gobert. Oh, Rudy Gobert, yeah, yes. yeah. Joe right. Ingles, I think, is actually like Australian. Yeah, he is. A lot, he is, a lot of foreign people on that team. A lot, Probably yeah. like the Spurs. But to me, this team has failed, obviously. You, if, you, if you can't even handle the Jazz, you have definitely uh, failed in your super team formation. And the real question here, though, is uh, Paul George is gone. He, his contract's up. This is his last year. Mm-hmm. Melo's got one more year. You're paying him $27 million to be washed. Yeah, it's just not... I think when, when this team was constructed, maybe there was... The perception was a bit skewed because on paper, it looks real good. Russell Westbrook can slash. He can score. He's going to put up his. Paul George, I, I hate when people call him a two-way defender. Um, yeah, he's... He's, he's equally good on offense as he is on defense, as everybody in, in the NBA should be, pretty much, if you're a normal person. Um, Carmelo Anthony, the case of Carmelo Anthony is very intriguing because you look at how he looks this season even compared to last, and he just looks like he's on his final lap. He's not as feared as he was. He can't take over a game. He's more he, he's in what was supposed to be one of the legs to a triangle. He almost looks like a role player. And I think you said it best when you said that they lost to a, and the way you said it, a Jazz team. Like not to discredit the Jazz because they're, they're good. Because they, I mean, they are in the playoffs for a reason. We didn't think that they would be at the beginning of the season when they shipped out Gordon Hayward. We thought, oh, well, maybe this is like the start to some sort of rebuild or something. And yet here they are, one to one. Donovan Mitchell's been great in this series. Uh, he put up twenty eight last game. Had some miscues. Had some turnovers. Didn't shoot well. Didn't make a three pointer, but. Uh, he was ultimately the X factor down the stretch. He made some some clutch plays over Paul George that pretty much just you know cemented the fact that he is in the rookie of the year mix. Um, on Utah side, if Donovan Mitchell can't have a game like he should have a Donovan Mitchell game at home, uh, who do you think steps up for Utah tonight on the offensive side? Um, I think Ricky Rubio has the potential. He's shown it. Um, lately, like I know game one, he tried to do just too much game two. He settled back down into a good role, but he's someone that I see kind of like a, like a slightly better version of Rondo 
because he can not only facilitate the offense as well as Rondo, but he can also score a little bit better. He's not going to drop yeah, he's not 30 a, every night. He's a pass-first kind of guy, but he can still he can still score if he wants to. He's uh, like he's, a poor man's uh, Steve Nash who can play defense. That's kind of a good comparison. I like Derek Favors in this matchup. I think last I think he, they showed in Game 2 that, that there's a matchup right there in the advantage of, uh, of Utah. And a guy that... Really doesn't get a lot of attention. He's only 26 years old. I thought he was like 35. Derek Favors being only 26 years old is the biggest. Uh, he's been in the league for like 30. Years. I know the biggest upset of all time. Um, this should be a good one. I think this. I think this is a series that I would like to see go seven games. I think this is a series that deserves to, because while I think that Oklahoma City is the better team, um, Utah just the scrappiness and the the almost the underdog story of Donovan Mitchell and his rise. You know. Mid round first or first uh, a mid first round pick being able to lead his team. I think this series needs to go seven. I want this game over in five, and I want it to be Jazz. Wow, really? Yes, I I think I picked the Thunder to win this series, but after seeing how they have performed, it's it's I'm, it's hard to root for. Them. I don't want it's I hard don't to want get, them to win. They hard, don't deserve it. It's hard to get behind. I agree. It's hard to get behind a team that, like you said, with in the case of Russell Westbrook. You could say the same thing about the Oklahoma City Thunder, a team that's playing with a chip on his shoulder, a team that lost Kevin Durant in free agency. It's just Russell West. It was just Russell Westbrook last season. Now it's the super team. Like, what else do you want? A bad super team. A bad super team. You're, and going forward, I don't know what Oklahoma City is doing. I don't know what they're going to do this offseason. They're going to lose Paul George. I would be shocked if he had re-signed with them. Especially and, after the way this I mean, if, you, if you're talking about a first-round exit, it's like what more – This is this is basically – You've reached your ceiling. You're handcuffed with Melo's contract technically on the books, so you're you have to find some way to either dump his salary or hope he does better. <laughs> so I mean, just going forward, you know, I just don't see, I don't see a lot of hope for this team, and I think it's because, I it's said a lot on Twitter. Um, the general manager for the uh, the Thunder, I'm forgetting his name, Sam Presti. Uh, he had three MVPs. He picked three MVPs, and he settled for, I think, the worst one. Wow. There you go. Uh, game three, prediction. Jazz by double digits. Uh, I'm going to say I'll, I'll take the Jazz on a game winner. You heard it here third. I'm sure somebody else has predicted that. Somewhere has to. Somewhere, somebody has to have said that somewhere in the world, right? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. We'll be back. Take care, everyone.